This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hey guys, Joey here, and it doesn't seem right just to jump right into this episode without at least acknowledging a couple days after this episode was recorded, actually less than a couple of days, uh, Matt found out that his mom passed away and it was totally unexpected. Uh, definitely a, a shock to him and his family. And we just want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with Matt, Buddy, Emmy, Bridget, and the rest of the Carter, Carter family. We love you guys. Today's show is sponsored by Stamps.com. Buy your postage online at a fraction of the price without ever having to leave your home. Sign up today at Stamps.com and use promo code BADCHRISTIAN to receive a four-week trial plus a special bonus offer valued at $110 that includes postage and a digital scale. That's promo code BADCHRISTIAN to receive your four-week trial and bonus offer today. Today's show is also sponsored by Zeal. Are you looking for an in-home, on-demand massage at just an hour's notice? Go to zeal.com right now to receive $25 off your first massage by using promo code BADCHRISTIAN at checkout. That's Z-E-E-L.com, promo code BADCHRISTIAN for $25 off your first massage. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Three, two, one. Hit them, Gwenny. It's the Fat Dad. Wait, what? Fat Dad Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fat okay. Christian. All right. So we have Gwenny's fencing in here as a surrogate for Joey for the next few minutes here. Yep. So Gwenny, jo- you've got yep. the headphones on. Gwenny, how old are you? Eight. Eight years old. And how often do you see your dad laying around, like, the house? Like, how often, like, on, just in a day, how often have, do you see him laying down? Mm, probably two times. But two, least, yeah. Not, but not mostly because he's always at work. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I always have to go to school. Oh, yeah. So, but, but don't you think he probably lays down at work, too, two or three times, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Like, like, you don't really see him sitting up straight and properly. Very right. often, do you? He, he kind of sits weird, doesn't he? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Now, is your do you think your dad's really funny and cool? Oh yeah. He he makes you laugh a lot, huh? Mm-hmm. But sometimes does he get annoying and he like tries to press his beliefs upon you? Yeah. Well, sometimes I have to put a little sass in him. Oh okay. really? Yeah. Because I mean, because why? Because. Sometimes when he's being really funny, me and him yeah. joke around, and I like do this face, fake sassy, um, being mean to my dad. I'm not actually like being mean to him. Thanks but for we clarifying. Just, like, to joke around sometimes. Yeah, but- Gwenny, are you old enough that you find your father's behavior horribly embarrassing? Uh, not really. So you're just not old enough yet because his his behavior is horribly embarrassing. Really? So, yeah, maybe when you get 10 or 11, how old do you think she'll need to be? Yeah, 13, maybe? Honestly, probably not today, but maybe a year or two from now. Just talk to your mom about it. She will tell you <laughs> things that you won't believe. Your mom knows a lot of secrets about your dad. Yeah, really ton. bad ones. Yeah, so, I mean, some crazy yep. stuff. Like, I mean, he, your dad has robbed banks before. Yep. And he, like, he's, his job is he's, he's hiding. <laughs> he's doing this job to hide from the police. Yep. But don't tell him. My- don't, you, tell him if, you know. don't turn around and look at him because you will get in trouble. Yeah. Do not tell him. We, tr- we trust you. 
my head is spinning right now for information. <laughs> yeah. But I am very curious. Yeah, you should be. Well, yeah, I mean, you should it, be. No one knows your dad hardly at all, but your mom, and she knows a lot of stuff. So maybe three years from now, ask your mom to tell you the secrets about your dad, Joey Svensson. Gwen, you know we make fun of your dad a lot, right? Uh, I know you do, like, funny ones, That's but right. I don't know you That's did what real I mean. ones. No, no, no not it's real all ones. funny. It's all funny. Like, we make funny faces. We, we make yeah. funny, sassy faces like you do. Yeah, just verbally. Okay, we don't use sass face. We use verbal sass. Yeah, we but, use words. But, yeah, we say a lot of stuff about him that is mean, Yeah. that is bad, that is derogatory. And if you ever hear this podcast, you'll know it if you ever get old enough to hear it. But we're just kidding. It's all, I just it's need all you joking. to know that for when you're 16 and go back and review the archives to this podcast. I need you to know we were kidding the whole time, Gwenny. Except for like two times. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten really mad at your dad? Like, has your dad ever done anything that you were like, Dad, I'm so mad at you? I probably did, but I don't fully remember. Like, when I yeah. was younger... My dad sometimes had to call my mom when I was in timeout. Uh-huh. I would not give up. I would keep on trying to open the door. Oh, my And dad gosh. actually had to call my mom and oh. say, Priscilla, I don't know what to do with Gwenny. Oh, my like, gosh. not going to do anything. Why oh, were you man. so like, bad? Why were you? I mean, you just wouldn't listen. Bad memory right here. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, you That's a great answer. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast. It's been really fun having you. You think one day you'll have your own podcast? Maybe. You think it'll just be like you and some girls and a bunch of adult language? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe one day. You never know. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. All right. I think. Yep. She did good. Wow. She revealed revealed some stuff about you that is just, I am, I don't know. Hey. Hey, that that's that's the rule. Anytime we have anybody's kids, there's no interference from the parent. I had no idea what y'all were asking, and I was so tempted to tell her to ask you guys some embarrassing questions, but I was just like, nope, this is Toby and Matt's turf with my daughter. And I trust you guys as my friends, so I hope you didn't betray that trust. I have no idea. Some of the questions, Gwenny answered yes, and I don't know. It better it better have flown right, all right? So yeah, she all she talked about mostly was the amount of drugs that that her dad takes. <laughs> <laughs> she knew of like all your prescriptions and all that stuff. So I don't know. So anyway, uh, <laughs> speaking of drugs, I need. I don't think I can do any drugs anymore. And I'm talking about alcohol. I last night was responsible. I Chris, the guitar player, came in and fr- flew in, and he was up. He was flying in late for me, which is like ten. 10 15 10 30 p.m and i was like you know what i went and hung out with some friends i was like i'm just gonna have a couple beers i'm not gonna you know really party everybody was having a good time getting beer and i was doing the responsible thing barely drank anything then i even ate late too i was like well i'll just eat a little bit of food that way you know uh, there's nothing and then i woke up this morning and i just feel like shit hangover so, yeah, yeah yeah but i didn't i barely drank i'm being honest i'm not like what's exaggerating barely? What's like, barely? Okay, so over the course of like from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m., I had four beers. Yeah, oh, that's wow. not fair. So that's not, that's not really not, and, and food and water. I, you know what I mean? I, I, so that was really slow. I, I mean, that's a long time. And, but this morning I woke up, kind of had a headache. I did, my voice was all low, and I felt kind of miserable, and I, I've just been feeling crappy all day. And so I'm realizing that maybe now at 40 years old, I have to stop everything. Like I can't even, <laughs> I can't even be responsible and have fun. But like that's gone. That part of you my life go, might be wait, gone. So you have to go cold turkey on fun. 
Yes, because even if I have responsible, like I can't go do a water slide. Yeah, sure, it's, <laughs> it's safe, but I'm getting hurt. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get. I, I know a water slide's safe. You know, you know what I mean. It's it's gonna be fine or whatever. I'm not doing that okay, anymore. Uh, snowboard. Hey, snowboard. Oh my God, no! I'm not gonna ever. I, I will never snowboard ever. I'm never gonna jump out of a plane. I mean, I, I, um, how about backpacking across Europe? No, oh my God, <laughs> no way! Hey, here, of course, I would be funny devastated. Is, my body would die. Here's what's funny: is you would never voluntarily give up the fun that you have in sex, but eventually you're going to yeah, be challenged yeah. with that. Oh my God! I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's eventually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it ain't the safest thing anymore. No. I mean, there's a couple times where I'm like, whoa, I'm lightheaded here this is <laughs> yeah is you this know, like you, pleasure hey, or am i dying hey, you know it's you know it's funny is like anytime the concept of like a a quickie is introduced for me like I, my mind immediately goes to all right i gotta get myself psyched up i don't know if i can do this like i don't I know, know it's, I, like it's, it's, it's like a time. challenge now I know. <laughs> like it's yeah, i know you're like you know you're like it catches you off guard and you're like oh shit i gotta uh, yeah Woo! Well, you pump yourself up. You, it's go time out of face. nowhere. No, and, and, you know what? That's really rotten too. Because a lady can pull out a a, a quickie, and you know she's in full control of that. You know, it, she goes, "Hey, you gonna have a quickie?" She can go immediately, and I mean, it just catches you off guard because you never see that coming. How often do, are you expecting a day? You're hoping constantly, but how often do you really <laughs> do you really get asked? You want a quickie? You know what I mean? It, hoping constantly. It, it happened the other day. It, it happened the other day for me, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh god! Um, uh, let's, uh, yeah!" Uh, like I, I didn't answer yes right away because I thought it might. What, what happens? I'm forty. I thought hey, Priscilla, I thought we we're gonna Priscilla, watch Gilmore Girls in the afternoon. Priscilla will sometimes say, "Hey, are are you in the mood?" And I, I'll, my answer is Priscilla. I'm always yeah. in the mood. You can like, sum it up with that, answer. like you already said, is hoping yet not expecting. It, right. That's <laughs> really the territory. Anyway, so I'm, I'm in trouble. I don't even know. This goes back to just my brain being crazy and what's real and is my is my body falling apart or is that even real or am I transforming into a, a new reality of life? <laughs> oh, it sucks, God. man. I, it sucks because I, I seriously, I had a bad dream last night, actually, that my memory was so shockingly ineffective that Priscilla said, this is actually scary. You may need to go see a doctor. And that dream was, <laughs> there was some realness to wait, that. Because on, wait, wait, wait. You had a dream. And Priscilla's yeah. and the immediate, contents of the dream. Priscilla's immediate reaction was, you got to go see a doctor. With, because of the <laughs> no, contents no, no, no. of In your dream. In the dream. In the dream. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about real life. No, 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 no. In the dream. But but the thing is, is my, my memory, it, it's just... It is fading to some degree, and yep. there has been like here, here's an example. So, I mean, you guys, I, I'm assuming Joey, you're that 83 years old, and <laughs> the year the year is 2047. <laughs> I'm assuming that you guys have have both like gotten used to a certain uh, alarm code, like to set off and to program and all that stuff, to where you're doing it every single day. Like earlier, about four hours ago, I went into the room next door. I used this code every day and I totally forgot it. Yeah. And I seriously had to stand there thinking, what is that code? That kind of stuff used to never happen to me. I mean, there's there's times when I'm about to say something and the other person keeps talking and I'm like, I totally forgot. And I can't, I can't retrieve it. I mean, my brain is becoming less and less effective. The end result is like dementia, I reckon. 
Well, I think it's because, you know how like football players, I think it's because you're a pastor. I think it it's just causes you way too much stress on That's your brain. Yep. It's burnout. You, it's right. burnout. You are burnt out. out. You need you need yes. another, uh, what, what's the sabbatical. big break you took? A sabbatical. I need one. You, you've got, I need one. Your church, they had to give you a sabbatical or they're going to kill you. Yeah, I think it might be CTE from bowing his head so much. Hey, do you ever think, okay, how about this? Is there any chance, I, I don't know if we, we probably talked about this before, is there any chance that this is the dream and that dream that you had was the real thing and now you're just a slick, this is, this is like, this isn't reality. <laughs> well, like, we've, that, that was real. You, you should have gone to the doctor. <laughs> All that stuff. Like, now you're here. No, that was just a dream. I'm hanging with my friends. But, I mean, you're in real trouble in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Is that true? Because there's at least, like, Joey, you don't believe that at all. But, Matt, you think there's at least a percentage chance that that's true, Well, we slip into this all the time. and I mean, you live in a whole world where your whole brain space is constantly in a place of, is this reality? I'm in seven different realities at all times. But you've questioned that before you ever had any, ever done any science fiction reading (laughs) or learned about Bastrom (laughs) simulation theory. You've always just asked the question. Is this real? Is this real? Is this happening? Is this reality? I mean, the lyric in the ponytail phrase is, uh, I never thought you could say these words. Is this really happening? happening because yeah. you always just say, "Is this really happening?" <laughs> right? Stuff nonstop, my entire all life. The time. I've always questioned reality. <laughs> so when you, when you, now that you, now that the simulation theory has become more popular, right? That there's more other people thinking about that. There's the Matrix. There's all the the film and other stuff that hint at that. Right. And I've got to say, I had a thought. I wrote it down. I don't know if I could find it, but I had a thought yesterday on the plane about simulation theory. I've got okay. a new, I got a new one. A new idea. A I've got an idea okay. of, of how I think this is working. Um, so the big nice. thing about simulation theory is how would you ever know if you were in right. it? That's just the whole big one right. of the big problems is you would how would you know if you're in it? But I'm saying by the weirdness of behaviors, uh, I believe here's my latest. It's just idea. Of course, I don't really believe it, but maybe I do. No disclaimers. Maybe I do. So. The amount of stuff that's happening now in our world is getting so bizarre that I think it signals and points to the fact that we are, in fact, in a simulation and that simulation is falling apart. We've hit the limits of the simulation and soon it will be revealed and it will all be over. Oh, God. You want to know why? This is simple if you think about it, but this is what I was thinking. It sounds scary. Okay, so you know the concept in the Matrix where they have to run the Matrix for them to keep them copacetic so it's okay so they don't right. reject it and they tried making realities where it was everybody was super happy and it was utopia right. but they rejected it because our brains and our physiology and our stuff is not wired for it so we need struggle we need all these things and they programmed it into the matrix so if right. there were simulations there'd be millions of them and they would all be all these different right. ways but they would be based in reality that your biological body is and psychology is made for okay. right right um so in this one, they have to keep us. So the it has to keep us entertained. It has to keep you in there. Right now, here's what I think is going on. If you'll notice with sports over the last few years, like you notice how it, even over the last decade or more, it's like bizarre how it always goes to game seven in the playoffs. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what I believe is they use sports and they use politics and they use other stuff in these programs to keep us super engaged. That's because we have to fixate and care about right. something to stay deep in the program. Yeah. 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 And so they use sports, but the sports thing is been oh just hit, have people hit rocks with a stick and they'll just be entertained and watch it for hours and hours and hours and they'll just stay plugged into that reality yeah. meanwhile the AI is dominating the world. <laughs> okay, but the sports started to wear off and it was like getting like this isn't working, so they've had to ramp up 
underdog stories and crazy yeah. happenings and outcomes and it has to go down to the wire and overtime in game seven. And the creators of the simulation have known this the whole time. They're like, it's like antibiotic resistance. Like, right. keep, don't, you know, but they keep having to up and up the excitement. So we've yeah. had, if you look at like last year, like Villanova beating North Carolina, what happened in the Super Bowl, right. what happened in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, um, the crazy <laughs> championship games they've had. It's all through sports, if you think about it. Over the last couple of years, it's been the most crazy, unexpected things have happened in yeah. sports. Yeah. more Way more than it used to be. And Definitely. I know they've worked on parity in the leagues and these things, but way more crazier things are happening all the time. And then, uh, as, and it's not working. It's not holding... It's not keeping people in the simulation good enough. So now they've had to escalate it with this political shit and Trump. <laughs> like it, none of this stuff matters. It's all like, right. you know how tuned in everybody is like the ratings and the buzz and the talking, like we're yes. so focused on it in yes. a way I've never felt before. It's like the whole world fixated every moment on this thing. And so we're just, you know, they're trying, like eventually it's going to have to get escalate and eventually they'll have to have a war to, right. and eventually but those things are all part of the simulation to keep us gripped. Otherwise, we're rejecting the simulation. It's, about, it's starting to fall apart. And my theory would be, in all worlds that you simulate, you can simulate them up to the point where that simulated world gets uh, technology and information and internet, at which point the simulations, matter of factly, start to fall apart. And that's where we're reaching in our simulation of this wow. thing that's been going for, who knows, 10,000, 4,000, 200 years. We don't know because we don't know how it was programmed. But once a civilization and a simulation reaches this much technology and culture and society, it starts having to fall apart. And so things are going to have to escalate, and it'll be over, and it'll be the end time. So it gives me the idea that I'll let somebody else go ahead and do is, as we, we said before, the it's kind of like the Bible and God and all this stuff, only a simulation is technology, so it doesn't seem goofy. Right. right? So uh, somebody could go ahead and write um, what would be the apocalypse and the revelation yeah. and the end times as simulation falls apart. So it's parallel to the book of Revelation. Then you'll see this, and the fabric of this will happen. And <laughs> we'll win the Super Bowl in overtime. And right. A dictator will rise in America. All these things will have to happen, but the matter of factly, because of the scientific nature of simulation and the, all those things. So we, what we need is the end times prophecy of the simulation, but from a scientific point of view. Okay, I, I like this. I think you're right. Like, for example, you're right. There's always been sport, even like throwing the slave in with the lion or, so, you know what I mean? See if he can fight off the warrior or whatever it might be. So now it's gotten more and more and more to where now we're at a point where, yeah, we just got to, I mean, supposedly America's the, you know, this is the greatest country ever. And so now we got to kind of try and wreck it so everybody stays It's just up in stuff. the drama level <laughs> over time. But I'm wondering, Keep does, that, also, the does that mean that, that, that there would be a savior uh, guy, kind of like Matrix, I guess, now that comes that gets everybody kind of like Jesus did or, you know, throughout history, there's been a hero or a leader or a spiritual figure. Could that be what happens next too? that they'll they'll introduce a new spiritual figure to save the world and maybe people will die or whatever? Could they keep this re reality going or the simulation theory, the simulation going with a new savior or something like that? Like, you're right. I think it'll turn to war. We may have to have a reset. The, and this, I know we're talking craziness here, but it, if it was something like a war and then a, a savior figure, a hero figure came and then helped it, the world get back, maybe it would start over and then you could go I mean, back. All the Christians, After something all so the awful, Christians maybe you'd go back to like and little stuff. Yeah. Well, they would. All the Christians would go antichrist. 
Right. I mean, yes. seriously, they'd be yeah. like, well, this was prophesied about eh, yeah. world peace. He's helping us and, and all of that. No, I, yes. I, 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 agree. I often wonder like what, but, but hey, hold take... on. I, wait, don't, don't, don't yeah. move. Don't lose that point. That, I think you're making a good, good point. Here's what's interesting about that though. That comes from our psyche or inside our brain. Somebody told a story that there would be an antichrist, right? Like, the, yeah, like we that said was that planted, that, right? It, so in that a might, sense. we, as Christians, we see we think that was the, the word of God spoken into our life that there would be, a, you know, an antichrist would be anybody against Jesus or whatever like that. But that that's interesting because that would play into a simulation theory because oh yeah, well that was just planted in there this idea of a hero and all that stuff, and there could be a bad one, but maybe he's good, and we won't know, but maybe you will, and the mark of the beast, and maybe not. You know, what will you accept? What won't you accept? <laughs> and then that stuff might happen, and then it just starts over or something. You know, I mean. Honestly, we over. might have to have a nuclear war to to do. I mean, like you know, I'm just saying that it seems like the drama of life that's right. programmed. Okay, but like this, like Buffalo Wild Wings, they pull the lever to make the thing happen. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what sports and yes. politics have felt like. The Trump upset. Right. It feels like the Buffalo Wild Wing people are having to go. Oh, shit. Yeah. Monkey in with reality. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So I, I totally agree, Joey. You this whole time, what have you been doing? You've been looking at, like for the new Rick Warren book or something, right? You can't. <laughs> You can't even go here, right? No, the, I love these conversations. I was just going to ask you, you guys. But like, I mean, do you actually think there's a chance there's a simulation theory, or are you, are you just like so far on the side of spiritualness? Well, no. Like, I, I, obviously, you're a Christian and stuff, but I'm saying like you don't think of it scientifically or a entity or organism or technology that has created your surroundings right now, right? You don't go no. there really much at all. Well, I mean, I believe there there has to be a chance of that. So I don't. I no way am I going to say nope. That's impossible. But I'm pretty convinced that that's not the case. Right. But I would say most people are. Yeah. I mean, most people don't don't think that. It. What do you think? What would it take for that person that you described to come and tell all of humanity that all the religions that they ever learn are are not true, and that he created us, and you know he's. He travels went, around to different yeah. galaxies. I mean, it wouldn't how, take much. Yeah, that's just an alien landing in a ship. If, the, if, if right now in Washington, yeah. D.C., a giant ship landing, go, hey, listen, we're not here to attack you or anything, but we just want you to know the truth. We came here a billion years ago and, and planted some stuff, that, and we've done this a million times, and you know our forefathers <laughs> did it, and that's so that's awesome. where you come from. We come from this galaxy. Yep. We'll show you. Here's the pictures. Uh, you know what? Here's our technology. Yep. This is what we're a, doing. And, and, sorry, and, and, sorry, for, we've been gone for, so long. We didn't know Trump yeah. would win. Wish and we for, came back six months ago. <laughs> and for you Christians that have felt the presence of God in powerful ways, yes, we did that in yeah, your mind. For yeah, that, you Muslims that. that have seen visions, yes, we we did those visions. Right. Like everything we did. <laughs> I mean, it would be really hard not to believe that. And I do believe you're right. I think Christians and even me would go. Wait a minute. Is this Satan? Is this the enemy? Is this yeah. what I've read about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a I lot would of be, people would, because of my history. And the cause of where I grew up in the South and in South Carolina, all that stuff. And my grandfather was a, you know, very conservative, small backwoods church. There is a part of me that would go, if I saw an alien, I go, is this a deceiver? The deceiver yeah. or the, you know what I mean? It really would be. Now, I, I think practically I'd have to go, wait a minute. Let me look at the facts. Let me look at all this. Let me understand it. My mind's opened enough now to at least process some information. Yeah. But I, mean, I, would be, I would, there would be a side of me that's, spiritual and, and say, that wouldn't think technology or galaxy or earth or the universe it would think spirit world yeah and crazy, the tough but... thing that the tough thing for christians too is the bible actually says there will be signs and wonders right and if the elect could be deceived it would they will be deceived i mean so 
everything in us will be like, nah, I mean, this is what it said. This is going to happen. I mm-hmm. can't believe that. I mean, I think I would hold on uh, for a while to, yeah, I just, I don't think this, yeah, this is a, a deceiver or whatever, but I would eventually, you know, I, I, at some point, cave, I think I my, reckon, I think what I'd have to say is no matter what, if there was an alien that came here, I would go, well, there's nothing we can do. Their technology is this good. There's nothing we can do to defeat them yep. or beat them or win. If they're actually evil and want to kill us, if that's the goal, and then, you know, or they're just, there's nothing you could do. Yeah, well, there's just nothing. What do I have? My Mac computer? If you just start, <laughs> if you just start thinking Jeff about Goldblum. it, then the whole thing kind of crumbles on the idea of an alien coming. Like, if you think about an alien coming, why would they come in physical form? You know, you'd say, well, they at least would send. Why wouldn't you just send, for instance, drones? Now that we understand drone and VR, why would you know? Why would they send biological life versus right. that? Right. And then, if you're talking about simulation and other stuff, it's pretty clear that the energies involved in intergalactic travel might just not make. There's maybe just other ways to be for everything yeah. to be digital or simulated or transmitted. Like it, the the idea of of life forms traveling intergalactically to reach a destination almost seems less and less likely. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, or less, maybe, or, or the thing you've always seen of an alien is not necessarily a biological form, but a drone of sorts or something like right. in, in lore that like what the alien form looks like or whatever it could be. Who even knows? I mean, it's it's a it's a weird thing, but it, I do find it very interesting and telling that these th- types of things like simulation come up in science and pop culture and science fiction, all this in a way that is connected to or revolves around other stuff going on like we're looking for deeper answers no matter what so that you know that's still is still where the mind of the human goes is to to these other explanations that are outside of science and especially in times of turmoil they increase right like there's you know there's just definitely something there like it's easy maybe to reject heaven and hell and god or whatever but it's unbelievably difficult to to accept nihilism. On the other hand, which is just, yeah, yeah if yeah, I right. get hit by a truck, I just turn into a bag of goo, and that's that. Right. Like yeah. that's very, and that's the end of that. And it was random that that happened. That is just, man, is it logical? But man, is it hard to accept? So almost even the idea of being simulated by some puppet master somewhere still feels better than oh yeah than, yeah for than sure. Just the nihilistic bag of cells and chemicals trying to survive for one oh, more second. Yeah. I I was in church two weeks ago, and the pastor was just preaching. I wasn't listening, and I uh was thinking about this and I, I had this thought, I was like, wait a minute, what an interesting idea. Going back to the idea, the Bible, it, no matter what, the Bible is trying to tell us something about our history and they're trying to convey this imagery and, and information to us in a way that I don't think we can ever really comprehend. I, it's just so hard. But I thought about this, think about the idea in the Bible, Paul even talks about it, the levels of heaven. And I was saying, what if that easily could be, what if there's seven levels of heaven? I've heard of something like that. Easily be seven dimensions. Those things yeah. could line up. And, and yeah. we're, in, you know, we're in this dimension, and then there's another dimension, and that life is not at all what we see or what we are all clinging to, which would end up still being about the creator and, and how like I cling to this life so much that I get paranoid when I'm sick, that I might be dying, <laughs> or I might oh, leave yeah. my kids. All this stuff that really... If, if you think about it, might not matter when you think about it in the whole context of it, even just the idea of just heaven, 
why would I want to cling to this life so much? Because this is all I have, and you're not taking it from me. This life, this is it. This is the only thing I own. You're not taking my breath away, my consciousness. You're not going to do that. And I hold on so tightly to it. It causes anxiety. makes me have fear. makes me treat people badly. makes me lie, steal, do all this stuff because I'm just trying to hold on to me. And, yeah. and so much religion is about losing your the id, the ego, all of that stuff, yep. even with Jesus and saying, give up yourself and come follow me. You'll be so much happier. Like that, like, yeah. you know what I mean? That that's a real idea across religions, but also within Christianity specifically, even God telling us, Hey, we have to, uh, give up yourself and you will gain everything. So anyway, we yeah. need to take a break. Sorry. We get so deep, but I, who knows, man, seven levels. That's what I'm saying. What if that was the way they were ex- explaining, um, going, uh, different realities or different you know, universes and stuff like that. So. Yeah, very very good. Okay, let me tell you guys about stamps.com real quick. If you're going, I don't know if they do intergalactic postage yet, but if you do anything with the post office at all, why, why would you get in your car, use fossil fuels and your time to drive to the post office? It's nonsense. It's ridiculous. It doesn't matter if you're an individual at home that mails things right. occasionally or if you run a small business uh, like we do or even a bigger business you, or tell your boss about it. But stamps.com is the way to go. Uh, you can get everything on demand these days just like this podcast. So why are you going to the post office? So anything you can do at the post office, you can do right now from your desk with stamps.com. That means buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike post office, stamps.com never closes, so you can get postage wherever you need 24-7. And it's a lot easier than than you think. I was telling my wife about it. We just got it at the house. We used to use it for Bad Christian a long time ago, and now we have it at the house, too. I told Bridget, this is so easy. And she says, well, what all do we have to buy? Do we have to have a phone line? I said, no, you just plug it right in the computer, do it immediately, and here we go. And she loves it. So we got a little office in our house now, too. So... uh, Here's what you got to do. You can use our name, Bad Christian, for this special offer. What we're going to do is give you a four-week trial that includes postage and a digital scale. So don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else and click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and you type in Bad Christian. That's stamps.com. Enter Bad Christian. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Now, were you a dummy over Valentine's and didn't do good with your gifts? Yep. Or with your, we know exactly what that's like. It's not too late. Whether your back is hurting from running after those kids, I know that is true. Your muscles are sore from working out or you're stressed. Stress is such a big thing. It causes so much tension in my neck and my back and my body. Or maybe it's just a long day of work. You, your body is taking a beating often and you need to get rid of that stress. You need to feel better. Zeal brings you same-day in-home massages with the best licensed and vetted massage therapists right to your home. It is amazing. Just go to Zeal, that's Z-E-E-L.com, or on Zeal's iPhone or Android app, that's Zeal, spelled, let me say it one more time, Z-E-E-L.com, and select from top local licensed and pre-screened massage therapists. Choose your favorite technique, gender preference, time, and location, for your massage. Isn't that so cool? Let me, can I say that one more time? Choose your favorite technique, gender preference, time, and location for your massage. It doesn't get any better than that. Toby, I had a call with the founder of this company, and one of the things they did that I thought was really neat is they put in there, uh, they're really big on the ratings and the reviews and the vetting and the checking, and they said that their rating and review and vetting and like the amount of feedback that they get on that has been so good that other 
massage spas in place use them and hire try to hire their people oh, because they are awesome. because the rating they go oh yeah, and yeah, they yeah. can find who's the greatest that massage trustworthy? people that's so cool and they use that to gauge people and hire people to come into their spas and stuff like that the people that this app does because yeah. the platform and the trust is so high that's so cool their- zeal will send one of their eight thousand licensed massage therapists with a massage table music and supplies to give you a five star massage it's so cool zeal costs on average 20 to 50 percent less than going to your local spa driving to your local spa or hotel so check this out to help you get started our listeners can get 25 dollars off their first massage by using the promo code bad christian at checkout don't wait all week for a massage appointment at a spa when zeal can come right to you right away that's zeal z-e-e-l.com and make sure to click the ad promo code at checkout to use our code Bad Christian. Right now, go to zeal.com or on Zeal's iPhone or Android app and get a special offer when you try Zeal today. Enter promo code Bad Christian at checkout and get $25 off your first in home on demand massage. You will not regret that. Okay, so Tooth and Nail is one of our favorite sponsors, been with us forever. They pump out good music that you guys like. A lot. And then the only ones that we advertise here are the ones that we think will fit our audience and stuff that we like and stuff people we know. They put out a ton of records, but we only advertise the ones here that we think are a good fit. So we have something new for you. And this is, uh, I'll play the track and I'll tell you about what it is a little bit more in a minute. The band is called Death Therapy. This is Jason Wisdom's newest project. He was a, from the, he was the singer of the band Becoming the Archetype, if you know that band. So anyway, let me, I'll play the song. Here it is. The Lie by Death Therapy. is The Lie by Death Therapy. That's Jason Wisdom of Becoming the Archetype's new band. It's his newest project. It doesn't sound anything like Becoming the Archetype, as you can tell. But their debut album, Before the Storm Before the Calm, comes out on February 24th. So coming up soon, go pick it up wherever you listen to music. I'll say that again. The album, it's their debut album on Tooth and Nail called The Storm Before the Calm. So get it wherever you get music. They'll be on tour a lot this year. Keep your eye on them. Band is in town. Whatever you got to do, go to their Facebook page. Find this new band. Pay attention. It's uh, Death Therapy. All right. Is Joey back? If not, we will continue right on. I got plenty more to say. Now, Joey said he'd be gone for three minutes. He had to take three at, minutes at the beginning of the podcast. I'm right here. He had gone he it. All right. That was awesome. So oh, you went back. You went and took your kid to school while we read just some ads. I took her to dance class. Dance I mean, it's class. literally cutting through a bunch of parking lots. It's probably probably a quarter of a mile down the road. Good, Good Lord. Work. I, so you, it, I mean, you almost killed your heart, right? You were wheezing. Your, your daughter was crying. Seeing well, your daddy did do, that, do almost, that to his body. Yeah, I almost killed us a couple times on the road. Got, oh, my I mean, Lord. Yeah, it was crazy. Road rage. Oh, you, you drove. I thought you walked. 
There's no, no way no. you would have ever walked. Couldn't have no, done we it. jog there usually, you son of a bitch. I don't know if you do. We usually, yeah, I don't we know if you're, do. you don't you don't look like a jogger. <laughs> 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 All right, what do we want to do next? We want to get to the the best part of the podcast. Yeah, let's or? do it. Let's okay. do some news awesome. today. All right. Do it in a world where your friend, against all odds, never had a jogger's body, never had an athletic body, basically very sweaty, kind of breathes heavy, is, is, and of course then decided to become a pastor. But you still love him, even though his body disgusts you. <laughs> and 90% of America. This is the damn news, and my name is Toby Morrell, and I'm bringing it to you. All right. What do we got today? All right. What's going Toby, on in the yeah. world? All right. Well, all right. have Inter- you been impacted much by the all the fake news coverage and stuff? Like, have you, like, you know those charts where they show the news source and what's left and right and credible and not credible? Where do right. you, have you, have you been included in any of those charts or anything? <sighs> no, I, I haven't. Everybody knows that my stuff is just straight truth. So it's, I, it's actually yeah. independent. Yes, I'm, I'm independent. I don't have, I don't, you know, as of right now, I don't have any people overseeing. No direct you know, sponsors. For right, no direct sponsors to, to the damn news. So that means that, I mean, I'm just loyal to the BC Club. Right. The BC Club it helps mm-hmm. fund this, but the BC Clubbers are all about the truth. Okay, so, so that's you're it. just well, a shill think, for the BC Club agenda. No, nope, nope, I'm going to stand up for the BC Club and just say they are all they're truthers. <laughs> that's what they are, and they <laughs> always want the truth, and they trust that I'm going to do that. And no one, not one single uh, person from the BC Club has ever tried to sway me, except for hey, here's a truth story I found, and just like this first first news article. Comes from uh, from Dan Sweeza. I, I had to write his last name down to make sure I said it right. Sweeza, Sweza. Probably still didn't say it right, but I always just bring the truth stories, and I think y'all are gonna like this first one. It came from AOL.com. Florida man, as usual. Yep, always yeah. caught trying to steal <laughs> seven billion dollars. Blames Jesus. Apparently, <laughs> an unemployed Lakeland man faces a five-year prison sentence and a fine of up to $250,000 after making a $7 billion fraudulent wire transfer because Jesus chose him to be wealthy according to the court documents. John Haskew's excuse earned him several eye rolls from law enforcement authorities in Lakeland, Florida. Haskew stated that Jesus Christ created wealth for everyone. He's right there. Using this, maybe. Using this scheme, Haskew believed that he could obtain the wealth that Jesus Christ created for him and that belonged to him. He entered a guilty plea, though, on Thursday to one charge of making a false or fraudulent statement to a department agency. Basically, this guy's a, a douchebag, and he just said this just to come up with, maybe just to get in the news. I don't know. But here's the thing that I want to know. There, Okay, this guy's a goofball, right? He's just trying to do something, and maybe it would have worked out. And it, I call him for, a colleague. He's he kind asked, of a colleague. <laughs> <laughs> he asked for $7 billion, though, so right. he knew he wasn't going to get that. Gonna... He's trying to get something. But the thing that gets me about this is, there are a lot of Christians in the world that think they are owed by G- oh, Jesus yeah. said I'm going to you I'm I'm going to give it to you you can get that pool you can get that you know 16,000 square foot house with an unfinished basement in Charlotte you're going to I mean there's all kinds of stuff that is owed to you by Jesus and he's going to pay so when all you got to do is pray and collect and and don't y'all think that that's like <laughs> one of the don't y'all think that's one of the most misguided things about Christianity once and again who do you blame it those? is and who do you blame the, I have to blame everybody I think the people. I think the people promote put the pastor in a power because that's what they want to hear. I think Wait, you want what, to hear. I'm owed 
joy. I'm owed peace. I'm owed money. I'm owed good finances. I'm owed a better house. I'm owed Christian like, entitlement. I, th- I think that's what people want to hear. So that's why those pastors end up in the pulpit because that's what you want to hear. Right. Yeah, but why why not why not see it as misinterpreting the Bible? Because I think the opposite extreme That's no fun. Put poten- <laughs> well, the opposite extreme is potentially like ultra Calvinism. Like God ordains people to be poor for women to be raped and all this stuff. So you could say the same thing. Well, that's gotta be a misinterpretation of scripture. Why why not right. the opposite extreme? Because I mean, I'm with you. I think it's crazy. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I had someone show up to the hospital where my a close friend of mine had just gotten killed in a car wreck. She asked me, she said, do you want me to call so-and-so because she can raise him from the dead? And it's, it's because she has this belief system of people aren't supposed wow. to die tragically. Like God, Jesus died for us for that not to happen anymore. Well, it's the, the problem theology. with that is that it can be whatever theology you want, but it's like matter of factly falsifiable is the weird thing. So you, in order to be in that space, you have to be intentionally delusional or But that's the premise of our faith, delusional. though, Matt. You, you believe in something that, that's, that falls in the same category. Yes, but I mean, it could be it's falsifiable is what I'm saying. Like I it, it's not possible for me to prove that Jesus doesn't exist and it could it be what I think is true is not true in the same way that it's easy to look at evidence that shows people that were Christian that did love God that did all these things yeah. didn't get there. That's right. just that's just plain evidence that you'd have to do gymnastics and say, "Well, they weren't really living for God and that's why or yeah. they didn't step yeah. into their blessing or whatever." You have to be intellectually dishonest to hold the view that I will get mine because it's me. Like I was that's, taught that's, in youth group. Y'all, just I mean, talk about, falsifiable. Talk about how screwed up I was in the head, wrote a whole book about it. I, I was well, taught mental illness. In, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'll let you finish that thought, but that's what I'm saying. This guy, other people, and people, you have to be in the territory of almost, I had to take pity on somebody right. that could, at least there's a delusion or or mental illness at heart if that's what somebody really believes is what I'm saying. Yeah. And now you're going to tell your story and it's one of mental illness. Yeah. Well, I I was taught, not really, I was taught in youth group <laughs> that God allows what you allow. So in other words, if you get hurt, you allow that to happen by lack of faith, not praying enough, not doing enough. Yep. Uh, God allows what you allow. If your grandfather dies of cancer, I was told that's on us. You allowed oh, it by not oh. praying hard enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's, that's your whole thing with your mental illness abuse. is like that wouldn't have stuck to me because I would have known that was nonsense. But you, not because I'm smarter than you, but you also have the OCD element already there. And so those two things t- together are just two really bad things like fertilizer and right uh, fuel oil together for you. You know, those two. I mean, it's inter- getting, it, it's most getting, people can it's, handle one or the other, but when you pile those two things on top of each other, it can be a real problem for. It's 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 getting out of hand, man. Just how how things are taken out of context. How like so? There's a uh, there's a pastor that I know that um, lives on the West Coast, and he actually expressed to his superior, his boss, that hey, my schedule is jam packed. I I cannot do what you're asking me to do. And the pastor flipped it around and basically said, well, are you in tune with the Holy Spirit? Because what I'm asking you to do, it's obviously from God. And so if you think you don't have enough time in your schedule, or if you don't, if if (laughs) this is a calendar conflict, well, then that's on you. You're not hearing from God. I mean, how sadistic and twisted can you get? But but I think that, but here's the thing. 
Yeah, but I think look, that person is sincere. This, yeah, I, I think well, that person really sincere. thinks that. Lots of abusers think that they're, uh, this is actually really good for the people. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's like the way it's common. Yeah, and, and, and it really is a situation of abuse if you look at it as in abuser, like as Toby said, whose fault are these types of things? And the types of things yeah. we're talking about are all the poor suckers who give the money to TBN and or is it that want to believe that they're going to get something out of it? And that, is that selfish? Or are they being stupid? Right. Or is it the people with the blue hair that say this water's blessed? Or the right. or even <laughs> the more simple ones when it's just churches that maybe aren't as ridiculous, but nonetheless, that dynamic's there. But it's no coincidence that the ones who are sick or, you know, weak or, you know, not in touch with reality are the ones that the powerful people that have the ability to persuade and abuse it's no, it's no yeah. accident that they pair up. It, it takes, yeah. but you know, you both. It's just a right. combination. Abusers always find victims. They always take the path of least resistance, which is uh, somebody who's already understands themselves as a victim. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody who already is a dunce who think is trying to name it and claim it. Who's maybe not got it all right. I'm not calling them dumb. I'm saying for whatever right. reason, you would. Be in a place where you would believe goofy things that don't actually make sense in reality. There, there, you'll find those pe a big collection of those people and a charismatic leader. And it happens in everything. It happens in pyramid schemes. Uh, I'm running as people that do a pyramid. That they're part of a sell whatever shakes pyramid scheme where nobody ever buys the shakes. You just sell the people to recruit them to whatever. It's all these. It's these charismatic people on top that sell the selling and the connection and the people and the preying on people. Um, I wound up talking to a bunch of people at the airport at the conference one time, and almost every one of them had something really bad uh, wrong with them or lost a child or had a death. I went around and talked to a bunch of people because I thought it was so bizarre and culty. Um, and th they all had something like that, and it was very, very bizarre. And those things kind of prey on that. Like It, it gives them purpose. It gives them meaning. It gives them promise of, of future earnings and connection with people. That's part, we have that. That's what people yeah. are like when you're beaten down or weak or a victim. And that's just you're, you're extremely susceptible to that. And these charismatic leaders intentionally and sometimes unintentionally or even think they have people's best interests in mind, this is what happens. Yeah. Yes. I mean, what's sad about that is it sure. sounds, that sounds a lot like church. Right. Church That's preys upon the like people that. who are broken and hurting. Come here. We have the answers for you. Wait till it's going to be so much better. And then it just keeps them there. I, I, it, the, the government's set up that way. The, gov the government hurts. I, I, I believe the government wants to keep people poor and needing them and all that stuff. I really just think without that being a conspiracy, that's just the nature of it. Yes, is what is what right. I believe. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's not. I don't, yeah. Speaking of a charismatic leader, guys, this story was really interesting to me because I got the exact opposite meaning from this story. Like what is trying to say? <laughs> I what else is new? I immediately disagreed and thought it was the dumbest thing. I couldn't believe they did. This came from Yahoo too, which is you know. Hey, so what's your guess? What's your guess? Am I going to agree or disagree with your point of view? I think you'll agree with me. Yeah. Um, bad news for Donald Trump. Saturday Night Live in the mit is in the midst of a ratings renaissance. If President Donald Trump tweets about Saturday Night Live's terrible ratings, consider it the fakest of news. In reality, the NBC sketch comedy series is having its most viewed season in 22 years. Saturday Night Live, in which Melissa McCarthy lampooned White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer, she's done it twice now, nabbed a 2.5 rating among adults 18 to 49, according to TV Line's sister site, Variety. As such, the late-night laugher ranked behind only CBS's Big Bang Theory as the highest-rated program in the demographic. These numbers are in line with Saturday Night Live's overall season 42 view viewership, its best since season 20, which is up 
in the demo and 22% in total viewers over the last year. Basically, it's uh, it, it keeps it goes on to say how so feel bad for Donald Trump. Look, I mean they're just making fun of you, and now you know they're doing it, and people hate you and all stuff. My immediate reaction to this is, so what you're telling me is Donald Trump becomes president and helps a show that hates him, gives him the best ratings ever that they've had in 20 years, and they're saying, oh poor Donald, oh they're busting you, man. Melissa McCarthy came on and made fun of your press secretary. Oh man, bad for you. And all Donald Trump's going. Yeah, I mean, so I became president and helped your show unbelievable? Like mm-hmm. no other president's helped you in 20 years? Yep. But I get I get voted in and now Saturday Night Live's killing it? Yeah. My, this is what I thought when, I promise you, I thought music, comedy, art, uh, everything was going to get better probably when he became president. Not yeah. because he's so awesome, <laughs> but people maybe, he, he actually, he, he more, I, I actually liked Obama. Of course, there's things I disagreed with, whatever. But Donald Trump, is polarizing and he makes you think and makes you react and have a, a, a uh, an opinion on stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, I mean, how that's crazy. And so, why in the world? I mean, Saturday Night Live is the happiest they've ever been that oh, Trump they love won. It. Yeah. They would have hated it if Hillary won. You think there would be the no. highest ratings ever if Hillary, if they were doing an impression of Hillary? No, of no. course not. No, so I mean, it's great. Like, is the, they, they actually, best case in, in a way, them. he's not he's not wrong if he said, yeah, y'all should thank me. I'll go He's one step wrong. farther and say, <laughs> and now he calls them out and says it's dumb or the show's tired right. or bad. Or it's a bad impression. Okay. He loves it, though. It's still yes. good for him. I, I put it of this course. way. If you told me, Matt, there's some things that are going to happen between now and 25 years from now. But 25 years from now, you will be covered unbelievable, totally. On Saturday Night Live right. will to have you on there make fun of you terribly every single week. And that's all I know about my future. That probably right. means I've got to, I mean, uh, that's probably a good thing for my future overall. Yeah. Yes. Well, it definitely means that you've gone through some good stuff for sure. Yeah. And it can, and it's not just bad. It's not like, oh, you're a serial killer. That couldn't be the, the scenario. Right. right. So for you to be in the position of all the national int- attention like that, it has to be something good attached to it from some point of view, somewhere, somehow too. And I'd say overall Trump likes and utilizes that. And he, he loves it. Like, I think that's almost theater when he's just acting like he doesn't like it or isn't glad. And, right. But you never really know with him. He may be uh, the, the super fragile, wants everybody to like him is one theory that people have about him. I was just going to ask you, what do y'all it's, think? It's, it's bizarre. Uh, there were some, there's some Patriot players that refused to go to the White House. It's right. a tradition for Super Bowl champs to go to the White House. Yep. And there's a few of them that say, we're not going. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Like, do you think like Donald Trump definitely personifies like this? I don't care. I don't care. Don't come. Doesn't matter to me. But do you think there's a chance that he's just like, gosh, these football players are not even coming? Well, that see, the, the thing hurts is, my it, feelings, yeah, man. It, it does. But that's not how he would react to it. So what he does is when he's hurt, he lashes out. So he'd say, oh, those are the ones that don't have any talent anyway and didn't help the team win. I don't want them to come to the White House. Losers. Sad. Right. That's what he would say about that. <laughs> Sad. That's just what he would say. Like it's not. I mean, he that's is lashing he would deflect out. And, yeah. yeah, and just and that's and that's what he he wouldn't process the thought of that hurts my feelings. I wanted to be liked by. The, he's already way beyond that. It's like it doesn't. He doesn't. That part doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, I would wager to say he might go down as the most talked about, thought about president ever. Person. Person. In a way. I mean, think about this. There's a chance. That at this point, he might go down as one of the most famous people in the history of the world. Yeah, that's right. Uh, definitely. I mean, he's, he's going, already one of the most famous just right. for being an American president. Yes, and then to be the yeah, just being a president alone, you have fame. But I mean, like he, all, everything he's doing, and I mean, it's just crazy. Like a, if a few things fall his way, 
It's going to be crazy if things who, actually were to get a little bit better or some things were to happen. It'll be insane watching people lose their minds if he does better or if he gets elected again. Is all more recognizable in the world today than Donald Trump, at least. I know. No, I'm I, serious. Right. Michael Jordan. Like, who, everybody goes to Michael Jordan saw, or you know, Michael like, Jackson, but, I mean, everybody knows the Obama. Obama, it would be yeah. probably still maybe more known at this point, maybe, maybe I think, not. I think the Trump but, brand, the hair, everything he's right. done, his orange skin, all that stuff, is just so memorable. Yeah. I mean, you will know him for sure. Everybody knows that whether you like him, love him, or hate him, whatever, you're going to know him, yeah. who he is. And so, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, he has catchphrases. He's, uh, you know, it doesn't make he's mired in, uh, like, bankruptcies and all this That's crazy scary stuff. He thought. still keeps succeeding. and He has almost no chance of being historically like a great, great, wonderful right. person, person, right? No. But, <laughs> so that brings the next question. If that's true and just the attention, positive or negative, and there's no such thing as bad publicity, if that's true, there's almost no chance that he's going to be a great hero in history. So, to increase his overall legacy or story, the best shot he has of being world famous generationally and in the history books would be infamy. Yeah. Would be negative. Like, that's a scary thought. His best that's chance true. for being best known in history would be, neg- you know, ne- a negative scenario is the most likely one where he's widely remem- right. he, remembered. He can't do enough or get enough past good no, that's to not be him. remembered. Right. So you're right. Like, so I mean, if he could be average. If he kicks ass, he could be an average president or something, right? right? But the easier way to be really remembered is to burn the shit down, man. Right. Uh, yeah. Just try and take over the yeah. entire world or something. Oh, okay. I just, I still, it's one of those things, man. I just shake my head. I'm like, he, I cannot believe Donald Trump is president of the United States. Man. I know. It, it really is shocking. Like, it goes back to the simulation theory. I can't believe I was so certain Hillary would win. There was like no doubt. But it, I had zero doubt. That's why I think it's simu- That's why this is a simulation because that's like we were about to see the wizard and pay no attention to the man. And right. Like, what the hell? And then <laughs> now, now everybody's focused on this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, that's the damn news. Woo. All right, that was good. Y'all, y'all, y'all juiced it up. I'm, I, I really thank you guys for helping be a part of the truth. Finally, well, journalism has been just taking a hit lately, so I my appreciate God. it more than ever. My God, my Lord, I appreciate Father. you and what you yeah. do more than ever. That's thank for you, sure. thank yeah. you. I just try to keep it real. Yeah, I do, and I, I appreciate it as well. And I think that the the more you do your news i think the more anointed that you're getting i think god is continually pouring out cuz you're i think you're called to it i think you're called oh, to this it is a calling it's a calling and uh you know it, and a blessing i tell you that yeah. i mean i just think i'm just excited to step into the fire every day and see you come out a new person you know what i mean like i just feel like god has kindling in my heart and i'm just really excited that he's going to be stoking the fire and uh just the great things that that are ahead i, I mean i just I can't wait for the the things that are coming. There's there's something coming. I you ever hear churches say that? There's something coming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Freaking fortune. Like right now, that's what I always thought was so funny when churches say that. Like it's it, you know it sucks. Like right now must suck. It's awful, but something's coming. Yeah, we go to trip. Man, a lot. Something's coming. You wait. Something's coming. Anyway, all right. Well. Uh, y'all got anything y'all need to say? Not join the BC Club at thebcclub.com. We really appreciate it. It helps yep. us pay our staff and buy beer and all that kind of thing. That's about, that's about it. That's the order there. We definitely pay the staff before the beer. Right. I mean, but, not technically. Technically, we buy the beer first and there's enough money left over. But we make sure staff. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, we, we if we had to, we could put the beer we on the credit our, card, but you yeah. can't pay the staff on the credit we card. You understand. We give our first tenth of our income to beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives back so much more. It get, oh, my, it's a gift. Uh, good Lord, it you know, gives more. Joy, peace. I mean, 
Wow. Woo. I mean, your car doesn't run without gas in it. No, it doesn't. Neither does this podcast. No, you're exactly right. So about anyway, that. join All the right. BC Club. Also, check out the Stronger Marriages podcast. You can find it on our website or on iTunes. That's a good one. It's a new one. Uh, what else? We got a bunch of other podcasts. Make sure you check out everything on our website. There's yeah. a, there's lots of good stuff up there from the Unstoppable Badass to the Pastor with No Answers to Depolarized with Dan Coke. That one's doing super well. So thank you guys for what supporting about all the stuff down we Matt do. Carter? That one's good, but they they already know that one. Yeah, I guess they do. They, right. There's there's very oh, little people who don't oh, already know about it. It needs no. It really needs no. You've got you got in. don't don't feed don't the sex the and yeah no free, it's don't feed, it's free don't feed the, the trolls. trolls. No no yeah it's don't feed the trolls and free sex. Yeah free you, trolls. Is your memory like you can't? <laughs> the pastor with no badass. Can I give you a a benediction here? Oh I'm sorry I gotta take my hat off. May he touch your inside so that he is known inside of you and that he grows inside of you. May he grow inside of you. Go in peace. <laughs>